OTB GAA. One of the fathers was mentioning the cows at half six or seven on the, on the, on the Monday morning. They started crying that we we'll just have to win in the county final yesterday. Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Mark your card in association with Betway. Who are you backing? Underdog or favourite? 18 plus. Bet the responsible way. Visit dunlouis.net. Okay, it is another episode of Mark Your Card Football in association with Betway. Get Ireland customer exclusive free bets, boosts, and super boosts on the Premier League and more. 18 plus. T's and C's apply. Bet the responsible way. Shane Hannan with you for this episode. I'm delighted to be joined, as always, by the Cove Ramblers manager, Shane Keegan. How are things, Shane? Not too bad at all, Shane. Yourself? Keeping well. Keeping well over this festive period. It's quite tough to. We were just saying before we started, I mean, we're looking ahead to fixtures on Stephen's Day and the 27th and 28th as well. But it's tough It's tough to predict these because, uh, well, it's it's been so long since since they played. It certainly has, Shane, that's for sure. Yeah, there's, uh, there's about four or five clubs that I had to try and remind myself who actually manages them at the moment. <laughs> so, so there was. It's uh, hard to get back up to speed from the, from the dizzy heights of... Uh, the, the World Cup final and everything we retreated to there to looking at, at six-pointer relegation battle games that are coming up um on, on Stephen's Day. But uh, look, you'll find we'll get back into the swing of it fairly quickly too. 100%. We'll get back used to it. Like Stephen's Day is a fairly stacked day. I'm just looking here. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven fixtures across the day. Like, and it's one of those, I mean, first game, half 12, you've got a load of three o'clock games, half five and 8, 8 p.m. is the Arsenal-West Ham match as well. So uh, plenty to get tucked into as you're... Uh, dealing with the Christmas Day leftovers. But uh, we might start, um, Shane, with Brentford-Tottenham. So it's the first game, half past 12. Brentford, for anyone who still remembers, beat Spurs, or, or sorry, beat City uh, 2-1 in their last Premier League outing, which uh, seems like, as you say, a lifetime ago. But um, not the easiest of fixtures for Spurs. We uh, uh, London Derby to kick them back off. Yeah, definitely not the easiest of fixtures. Um, and Spurs are, are without without chain one of the teams I think could uh, struggle coming out the other side of this World Cup for a multitude of reasons. I suppose you had you had Christian Rero and Hugo Lloris go all the way to the World Cup final. Um, you had Richardson and Ben Tacour both pick up injuries out there, and then of course you had you had Harry's missed penalty, which will be interesting to see if that has any effect on him. So, yeah, I, I do think Spurs could could struggle coming out the other side of it. Um, Brentford, on the other hand, have really, really impressed me this season. Really impressed me. I think they're a good, good side. Um, I don't know if I'd go all out on them winning the game, but I think they're, they're kind of in near enough even money plus a goal. Um, so I, I, that would really, really appeal to me, to be honest, yeah. 100%. The, the 50 euro charity bet on betway.com I'm going with this week is actually a draw in this one. Brentford Spurs at 5-2. to two. Just think it's yeah. going to be one of those nitty-gritty games. Like Brentford, decent record at home as well. And as you say, it would be fascinating to see how, how Harry Kane copes. Imagine Spurs get a penalty. The, the, the pressure and the boos from the Brentford fans, it won't be too easy for them. No, no, it certainly won't. Look, they'll be doing their job, that's for sure. Look, I do, to be honest with you, I think he's a solid enough sort of a fella. I do think he's a solid enough sort of a fella and there'd be other players I would have much bigger question marks over them in terms of it potentially hanging over them. I, I actually think he could deal with it reasonably well. I think he's pretty grounded and, and pretty solid sort of a fella. I do think he'll bounce back reasonably well. But as I say, I just think there's so many question marks there that, yeah, look, your bet makes sense. Um, that's it. So you're, you're along similar lines to myself. I, both of us, I suppose, neither of us can see Spurs winning the game, essentially. That's that's the, the, the line we're taking on it. One of the, the three o'clock games jumping out to me here, Southampton, Brighton, Alexis McAllister, of course, World Cup winner, but yeah, I'm sure he won't be back in the in the reckoning for Brighton just yet. Uh, like, they're in seventh. They're only a point off Liverpool. 
you know, who are in sixth position. So they really are fighting for the for the European spots, Brighton. I mean, can they keep this going? Well, I certainly, to be honest with you, I, I don't think their position is in any way false, Shane. I think they've been, if anything, to be honest with you, I think they're maybe a couple of points down on, on where they could have been. There's, I've, I've seen one or two games where I thought they were much the better side and they didn't manage to, to quite get the three points out of the game. So I, mm. I think they're unlucky not to have a few more points on, on the board. So, yeah, look, I, I think they are potentially there for the... For the long haul and, and going to be in the round fighting for those those positions for a while. Um, you know, from the outside looking in, you would have worried with grandpa with Graham Potter's departure, you know, would it see them nosedive? But they've re- they've recruited Deserby so so well because like it's amazing. Potter was such a possession-based manager, and yet Deserby has taken him to even a even a or uh, made them even that to a further extent. I mean, it's mm. incredible to watch them at the moment. Um they played City recently at the Emirates at, 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 at the Etihad or the Emirates, sorry. And um, I think it was the first time since Pep Guardiola took over Man City that City had less than fifty percent of the ball in a home game, um, which is a remarkable thing to be able to do with 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 the squad that he has at Brighton. So they're, they're look, they're just really really interesting side. Might pick one more of these uh, these three o'clock games on the Stevens Day. We've got Crystal Palace, Fulham. We've got Everton versus Wolves at Goodison Park. Leicester against Newcastle at the the King Power as well. Like Leicester, Newcastle, probably the the standard fixture there, Shane. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's it's Newcastle. Obviously, have had a, a really really excellent first half to the season. Um, you know, Trippier, Almiron. There's a couple of players there having having really really strong seasons, and they again they look like they're going to be there for the for the long term. I think they're probably um, I think they're probably excelled beyond expectation. Really, um, look, we're all well aware of the the influx of money there. I'm not saying that he's he's you know done it with with with, with pennies or anything, but I do think he's. I do, I do think he's got them in that Champions League kind of fight or, uh, you know, earlier than they would have expected. I don't think they really would have thought that was going to be on until the following season. Um, Leicester, look, obviously they were having an awful hard time. They seem to have got their act together a bit better at the moment and drawn a bit of a, a bit of an upward curve. I, I find that one a hard one to call in terms of how it'll go. Um, I know you just skipped past it a little bit there and not to come back in it too much, but the one that, again, if I was kind of picking one, um, I think Wolves could give Everton a hard time of it. Um, new manager bounce and all that coming in and again I think look they're, they're, they're at the foot of the table but I, I just think there's a bit of falseness to that as well I think they've been a bit unlucky um, and not to have more points on the table as well I do expect them to get themselves out of trouble um, and I think they could start that by, by, by getting a positive result over Everton yeah, Everton five to four and Wolves twenty one to ten, as is the draw twenty one to ten for that for that game on Betway.com. Um the half five game on, on, on Stevens Day is a pretty decent one as well. Shane Vass Aston Villa against Liverpool. And uh, we saw before the, the World Cup break, Unai Emery. Uh look, sometimes it's a new manager bounce and that, that can exist, but um not the easiest of tasks for uh, for Jurgen Klopp. No, no. Trying to find a way past Emmy Martinez is is a, is a tough. <laughs> Never task. easy. It's a tough task at the moment. Uh, so it is that's for sure. No, look, I think it'll be an interesting game. Um, I'm I'm on with 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 G boys on on Monday afternoon. I think from from three to five. So uh, Stevens's day is historically a day that I I like to get down to the pub for a couple of pints and meet a few friends that are around for Christmas. So I'll be looking to to settle into the into a corner of the local for for that half five kickoff. And I I was hoping it would be a good game. I was hoping the evening games on Stevens's day would be decent. And I think we've got one with that one. I think it will be decent. Liverpool have, have lost a lot of ground. They've dropped a lot of points, and they kind of need to kick on straight away here. Like if if they fall much further behind, they really really could be in trouble in terms of trying to climb back into the Champions League positions. But uh. 
Look, I do. I think Klopp will have done a huge... Look, I know a lot of his players have been away, but I think he will have done a huge amount of, of, of work and reflection on what hadn't been going quite right up until now. And I do expect Liverpool to come out of the traps fairly quickly and, and, and start trying to shoot back up the, the table fairly quick, Shane. The later game then at 8pm on Stephen's Day, the, the 26th, is Arsenal-West Ham. Like we're, I suppose, Shane, wondering when this Arsenal uh, train is going to come off the tracks, but uh, so far it hasn't. I mean, they're... Currently five points ahead of Man City at the top of the, the Premier League standings. At the other end of the spectrum, you've got West Ham in 16th. Bit of bother, bit of pressure on David Moyes as well because results weren't great before the World Cup. And if, if they keep going, um, well, the pressure's only going to ratchet up further. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, having run down through the fixtures, this is probably the third one where I would, this is the third fixture that I would stick my neck out and, and maybe uh, go with something a little bit unexpected. I, I would... I would be tempted to have a look at West Ham plus a goal here. Um, and I suppose I'm, I'm judging that on... Arsenal have been very, very good um, and they do deserve to be top at the moment. Uh, but I do think they'll be reeled in. I, I absolutely do think City will reel them in. Um, I'm not sure if they'll manage to to keep the standard quite as high as they did before the World Cup. Obviously, Gabriel Jesus is going to be a huge loss to them. He's, he's been really, really fantastic for them over the over the, the, the first half of the season. Um, and then on the flip side, again, for me, West Ham fall into that category of teams that have been a little bit unlucky. Um, again, I've seen them a couple of times where they've lost or drawn matches where I, I, I felt they were the better side. Um, obviously, Devin Moyes did an incredible job with them last year, and I, I just think he'll start to get it right there now over the remainder of the season. Um, be a huge, huge boost for them if they could take something from this game, and I think they might. You know, I think they could definitely squeak a, a draw, if not even pull off a bigger shock. Um, so yeah, that's probably the the surprise result from the, from the ten fixtures that I'd maybe 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 be pushing for. Yeah, they're nineteen to four. Uh, West Ham for an away win in that one uh, on Betway.com. Uh, three games left for us, Shane. Uh, two of which are on the Tuesday, the twenty seventh, the day after Stephen's Day. So, half five is the first one at Stamford Bridge. Chelsea against Bournemouth. Bournemouth as long as seven to one um, to win this one. And uh, I mean, you look at the Premier League table. Chelsea and eight, they probably need to to start winning games. Yeah, and I, I think this is an ideal fixture for him, Shane, to be honest, because I wouldn't have a huge amount of faith in them. Um, I haven't been impressed with, with, with what I've seen of them. Um, even since the change of manager, I really haven't. And I, I can't I can't see them getting a Champions League spot. I really, really can't. Right. Um, I think what works for them this Tuesday is, I think Bournemouth are significantly worse. Um, you know, I'm, I'm saying there that I can see the likes of the likes of, of West Ham and that getting away from the danger zone. Um, but I think the ones that will go in the opposite direction are Bournemouth. I really, really do look at the moment. You know, in position, it looks great for them to be up in, in 14th. But you look at how compact the points are in the table, it doesn't take a whole lot at all for, for a team to get sucked back in. In fact, like if, if you look at it, they're, they're two points above the relegation zone, um, even though they're sitting in 14th. Um, is it, it is two points. Yeah, I'm looking at it here again. Two points above the relegation zone. I think they could, three points, is it, it definitely gets sucked back in. I don't think they have a whole lot. I really, really don't. I think they've had a little bit of luck in terms of one or two of the results and uh, I can definitely see them struggling. And I think, while I have little faith in Chelsea, it's 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 the fact that I, I really I really think Bournemouth will struggle. I think I think Chelsea should get over this one um, reasonably handy, but I think they'll have tougher times to come Chelsea too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if Chelsea are targeted to win against Bournemouth on the 27th, uh, the later game that day, 8pm, Old Trafford, Manchester United certainly targeting a win against uh, Nottingham Forest, Shane. And Forest in a bit of bother in the relegation spots as things stand in 18th. United sitting in fifth, um, three points off Tottenham, but of course United have the, 
the game in hand over them as well. I mean, I suppose if you look at anything with United, it's the defence. Um, Harry Maguire was sick for the recent Carabao Cup game and you had Varane and Martinez, of course, with the with the World Cup hangover, no doubt, having both uh, played a part in the final. Um, uh, Martinez, of course, didn't get off the, the the bench for Argentina, but involved, of course. Um, and Casemiro in defence for, for that recent Carabao Cup win against Burnley. So I suppose if, uh, if there's one area United can secure a win against Forrest, it's by keeping a clean sheet. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with you there. Um, and look, you know, I know it was only Carabao Cup last night, but still it was a positive result for them and a few decent performances. You know, Rashford looked very, very lively. He's a fellow who, you know, despite not starting a whole lot of games for England, he probably still had a, had a decent World Cup and you could see him kicking on a bit. Bruno Fernandes, even though Portugal didn't go as far as they wanted, Bruno Fernandes, I thought, was one of the standout players at the World Cup. Um, and I think with Ronaldo gone, I think we're going to see the Bruno Fernandes that we saw before Ronaldo ever arrived. Mm. We were already starting to see that anyway when, when Ronaldo got dropped really weren't we um, so I think that's that's the on the plus side for them look they haven't been massively impressive um, you know there, there's been an improvement and you can see Ten Hag putting his, his stamp on the team and I think obviously the departure of, of Ronaldo should work in his favour whether they have an out and out number nine to fill Ronaldo's boots obviously you, you, there's talks of him going after Gakpo in, in January I think they probably do need to do that um, but again Similar to the previous game that we described, I mean, they're playing against a team that I think are just going to massively struggle in the second half of the season. They had a good little bounce there towards the end of it just before the World Cup and they, they picked up a couple of results that were maybe a bit of a surprise. But I don't know, I, I, I find it very, very hard to see Forrest getting out. I, I would admire there that they're in at the moment and, you know, you know, it should be winning this one comfortably enough. Yeah, tough fixture for Forrest, for sure, and Steve Cooper. Uh, the last game then, Shane, of that round of Premier League fixtures comes the, the, the following day then, Wednesday, December 28th. Ellen Road, you've got uh, Manchester City visiting Leeds. Uh, City, of course, you know, trying to chase down that Arsenal target. They're five points behind them, as we said earlier. Um, but I mean, Leeds, Leeds never an easy place to go. Could be some goals in this one, I suppose. To coach, yeah, I, I think that's a right good game. Now, that's definitely one that I'd be looking forward to to, to watching. Um, I think, I, I, yeah, I think Leeds have been decent. Um, again, if I, you know, if you're classing teams as underachieving or overachieving, I think they're probably underachieved a little bit. Um, in the first half of the season they were decent on a few of the occasions that I saw them um, and you could probably maybe pick out three quarters of the Premier League teams that I would fancy them to to, to beat um, coming back into things but unfortunately they're playing one of the few teams that I wouldn't fancy them to beat um, yeah look I, I I think I would be amazed if, if, if City don't really really kick on now over the over the second half of the season, the quality is just immense. Like Haaland, rested, recovered, ready to go again. Um, you know, that's the last thing anybody wants to be running into right now. And yeah, again, you know, even though I, I do fancy Leeds do well over the second half of the season, I, again, it's, it's hard to see past the, uh, I won't say a comfortable City victory, but a, but a victory one way or another for them. Yeah, look, it's uh, some cracking days football ahead of us, Shane. And I thought when the World Cup ended, I... I'd be a while before I betted back into to watching a bit of club football, but um, it's great to have it. It's great to have it all the same. Listen, happy Christmas to yourself and uh, enjoy the football and the festivities over over the next while. I hope Santa makes it as far as leash. Fair play, Jen. Thank you. Good stuff. Mark your card football all in association with Betway. Get Ireland customer exclusive free bets, boosts, and super boosts on the Premier League and more. 18 plus T's and C's apply. Bet the responsible way. Mark your card in association with Betway. Who are you backing? Underdog or favourite? 18 plus. Bet the responsible way. Visit dunlouis.net.